Moving into our first example, we have another money problem. Suppose the rate of increase of the amount of money in an account at any time t is proportional to the amount invested. If the proportionality constant is 5.3% per year and $4,100 is invested initially, A, what is the accumulation after eight and three quarters years? And B, how long will it take to accumulate $400,000? Now, let's go back to the beginning and decipher some of this language. First of all, this is not the same as saying, suppose you invest 40, well, it's not written the same way as saying, suppose you invest $4,100 in an account compounding continuously with an annual rate of 5.3%. So let's see what this is saying and see if we can decipher this into a formula. Suppose the rate of increase, now remember a rate of change represents an increase of a function if the rate is positive, right? So rate of increase is still talking about a rate of change uh, of an amount of money at a time t. So we're still talking about a rate of change at time t of a function. And the increase, the word increase, means the rate of change is positive, right? So the function's going up. Money invested, the amount goes up over time because of interest. So we've deciphered rate of increase of the amount of money in an account at any time t. Next part. That rate of increase, that rate of change, is proportional to the amount invested. Now this doesn't say invested initially. The word invested, well, phrase invested initially came up a little later. So that implies to me that when they talk about the amount invested, they're talking about it any time t, specifically the same time that we're talking about the rate of change. So the amount of money in an account at any time t is proportional, the rate of change of that amount is proportional to the amount invested at that same time. So this may start to sound like the same function that I was just talking about. If the proportionality constant is 5.3% per year, now when I see this, I think a per year percentage, that sounds like an interest rate to me, doesn't it? Um, And 4,100 is invested initially. So actually, the thing that I hold on to most dearly is that idea the initial amount is the amount after zero hours, days, whatever the units are, this is years. And that's given to be $4,100. So I have something, at least, to go by. Now I need to interpret the 5.3% per year. The rate of change, or rate of increase, could be represented as a prime of t, right? And if it's proportional to the actual amount, oops, that's not right. Let me go backwards. I'm jumping ahead. If it's proportional to the actual amount, then that means some proportionality constant, k, times the amount in the account at that same time. Now, what was proven already is that if you have this relationship for a function, if f prime of t equals k times f of t, then the function itself must be ce to the kt. Because e to the kt when you take its derivative, gives you ke to the kt. And then we have this um, c in front as well because of the, the rate of change differing by a constant. So we have a of t equals ce to the kt. 
the proportionality constant is our rate of change. That means that our amount is growing by 5.3% per year, but it's a continuous growth rate because it's e to that kt. So basically, it's just like PE to the RT, isn't it? They've worded it in a different way to try to confuse us, but um, really, it, what it's talking, it's not really just to confuse us, it's to make sure we understand the idea of proportional proportionality and a rate of change being proportional to the actual function itself. So A of T is CE to the KT, or PE to the RT, same kind of thing. So our proportionality constant, K, is 5.3%, or as a decimal, 0.053. So for part A, I'm ready to set up my formula, because we want to know what's the accumulation after 8 and 3 quarters years, which I turn into a decimal to be easier. And I have C is my initial investment, and that's... $4,100, E to the rate is 0.053, and T is 8.75. So I don't have to do any solving, I just have to plug in 8.75 for T and evaluate the expression on the right-hand side. Now, you would need a calculator to get an approximation for this. When I use my calculator and take 4,100 times e to the 0.053 times 8.75, I get approximately $6,519.10. And so that's the accumulation in the account, or the amount in the account, after eight and three quarters years. Now, the next question is, how long would it take for that investment to reach an accumulation of $400,000? Maybe you're trying to raise money for your child's college fund in, you know, 20 years or something. Let's find out if this will do it. We get, after eight and three quarters years, we're at 65.19. Now, it is exponential growth, so it is going to grow faster over time. But that still seems like a long way to go. If it took us eight and three quarters years just to get to 6,500, I'm not sure how long it's going to take to get to 400,000. But let's find out using calculus. Well, actually, we just use pre-calculus for this. How long will it take? That's find t, right? If you have your calculator, that's solve for t, isn't it? If you're looking for a variable. For the investment to reach 400,000, I should have a question mark there, right? So 400,000 is the amount after T years that you want to reach. So that's your like your Y value, right? That's your output of the function. And so I plug that in as the output. My input is my initial, sorry, my input is what I'm looking for. My formula on the right-hand side is my initial amount e to the 0.053 is my proportionality constant. It's constantly 5.3%, and then we're compounding continuously because it's the exponent on e. t is what I'm looking for, and it's multiplied by my rate, 0.053. So I'm looking for t, and it's up in the exponent. Do you remember how to solve? 
This actually could have been in the last section because we've done problems like this already. So why don't you pause and find out what t is. You're going to need your calculator on the last step in order to get an approximation. But until then, you can get to an exact value. If your instructor says that he or she wants an exact value, that means the step before you approximate it using your calculator. It's going to have natural logs in it using, using the natural log to counteract the e there. So pause, get an exact value, then get an approximation on your calculator, and then come back. All right, my first step here would be to deal with the fact that I have 4,100 times the base to a power. If I want to bring that t down, I am going to have to take the natural log of both sides. But if I take it too soon, then I'm going to have the natural log here. Don't write this yet, but I'm going to have the natural log of a product 4,100 times e to that power, and I would have to use the multiplication property of logs in order to separate these two factors. So I don't want to take the log too soon. Do you remember what we did instead? I get rid of this coefficient of 4,100 by doing the inverse operation. Instead of multiplying by 4,100, I divide by it. Too bad it's got a 100 in there, right? Because otherwise that division would have been really easy. 4 over 4, and then just cancel some zeros. But I can still cancel a couple zeros. So I have 4 with 3 zeros, 4,000 over 41. I'll just leave it like that for now. That equals e to the point 053t. I want to solve for t. So now I take the natural log of both sides. I put that log in front of the e to the power so that the exponent can come to the front. So I have natural log 4,000 over 41 still on the left-hand side. If you'd like, you can put that in parentheses. It's like a square root, but it's a natural log function instead. I bring this point 053t in front as a coefficient on the natural log of e. What exponent did you raise e to to get e back again? 1, right? The exponent is 1. Log e, natural log e is 1. I want to solve for t. And I have a coefficient of 0.053, so I divide both sides by 0.053. Very similar to doubling time, except instead of log 2 over here, I have log the the amount you wanted to end up with divided by the amount you started with, right? Before canceling, it was 400,000 over 4,100. After I reduced, I got 4,000 over 41. So my t value in exact form, the exact answer, even though we have no intuitive idea how much this is unless I look more carefully at it. My exact answer is the log of 4,000 over 41 all over 0.053 in years. That's t. So t years, log 4,000 over 41 divided by 0.053. At this point, if you want an approximation so that you know how long it's going to take for you to accumulate that $400,000 for maybe your child's college fund, you would have to go to your calculator, take the natural log, and then it'll put parentheses in for you, 4,000 divided by 41, close the parentheses, divide by 0.053, and hit close the parentheses, and hit enter, and... Make sure you close the parentheses in the right place. Actually, I don't need to close the parentheses at the very end. 
just on the natural log right here, I get approximately 86.4 years. Now, if this is a college fund, that's definitely not going to cut it, right? I mean, your child's going to, you know, you're probably not even going to be around anymore, and your child's going to have children of his or her own. So obviously, this is not going to be the best way to earn, to raise the amount of money you need for, for college. And in fact, what you probably want to set up instead of a fund like this is something called a sinking fund or an annuity, where you sink money in on a regular basis, every month if you can, at least every year, or somewhere in between maybe. On a regular basis, you invest more and more money. You make payments, regular payments. Then those payments, together with the interest earned over time, will work together. And you'll earn that 400000 a little faster than if you had it in an account that earned 5.3% compounded continuously every year. Actually, I should say 5.3 annual rate compounded continuously. It doesn't make sense to compound continuously every year, does it? So what they would say is 5.3 annual rate and then compounded continuously because it's e to that rate times t.